once again to the Blade Generation Diversion coming to you from the ninth circle of hell. And it is April 28th, 2019, and hope everybody's got their taxes done. I don't. Uh, I will do that. Thank you. Too sweet. Um, Easter's come and gone. That's why we didn't uh, have an episode last last Sunday. Uh, people were busy and on the long weekend. And hello, cat. Uh, come here, girl. No, but black cat is just crossing my path here. Here, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, goodbye. Um, what do we got to? And uh, oh, Ion Islam. Uh, of course, there was the Islamist attacks in Sri Lanka, suicide bombings, two hundred ninety-one people killed. Uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah the religion of peace. Um, Linda Cockroach Sarsour was invited to speak in Winnipeg. The mayor of Winnipeg, Brian Bowman, tried to get her disinvited. Let me check to see if the uh, this is actually oh good people can hear us. I, I think yeah people can hear us. Okay good. I'm just checking the levels there and it it's it's fine. Um, yeah so Linda Sarsour it uh, came to Canada. I wish she would just go away but the sadistic sultan of brunei defends signing the death penalty by stoning for homosexuality and adultery into law against its european critics uh, and he, he he basically wrote a letter uh showing that he really didn't understand <laughs> what it was that was wrong about this whole thing uh oh there's a no no we'll get to that in a bit i'm not gonna I'd have to do it in a funny voice anyway. So, um, and despite this, uh, writing in the Guardian, Owen Jones, uh, seriously, uh, he makes a plea to the Muslim community to band together with the LGBTQ community to fight the far right uh, that threatens uh, both groups. I, I don't think he understands Islam, <laughs> mainstream Islam. Um, what is else? We got the regressive left files. Uh, an American college where students engage in discourse with someone they disagree with. That that's heresy. Um, so after Middlebury College canceled an event, uh, before a speaker was there to speak, based on security reasons, which is the the go-to these days for disrupting free speech by, and disinviting speakers. Uh. Uh, one class in uh, uh, political science was decided to invite him in and actually engage him. I mean, how dare they, right? That's just terrible. Um, Sir, oh yeah, Saratoga Springs High School. They took one of these stupid BuzzFeed type uh, privilege calculators as if anybody's life and can be distilled down to a single number. Uh, parents were a little upset about that. I, I would have been too, because it's it's a load of a load of BS. But anyway, uh, yeah, victimhood culture poisons everything, just like religion, which it is actually a godless religion. Uh, there was also a uh, so late edition. There was a uh, a speaker at uh, Saint uh, what, what is it called Saint Olaf's College. A social worker slash sex therapist who was railing against uh, 
uh, fat phobia. Um, yeah, you just have to see her. Um, <laughs> it, it's definitely interesting. I mean, it'll it'll drop you a few few IQ points, but it's well worth it in the end. Um, yeah, and the Pope denounces the glitter of wealth in front of a giant gold gilded candlestick that is cartoon sized. Uh, in in opulent St. Peter's Basilica, which is designed specifically to project the church's power and wealth, and that God favors them, kind of thing. Uh, no one, you know, no one's never ever accused the uh, Vatican of having a good sense of self-awareness. Um, but meanwhile, good news, uh, well, sort of, uh, non-Roman Catholic Catholic churches are on the rise in the U.S., and, uh, well, gee, I don't know, why would that be? Let me count the ways. Um, and politi a politician actually demonstrates that he can separate his personal beliefs from uh, politics. Uh, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy signed a bill into law allowing medical assistance in dying there and this was despite not only his own personal Catholic beliefs but the protestations of the local bishop. Uh, a Philadelphia court uh, has ruled against the, arch, uh, the archdiocese there. Uh, they took the city to court over its refusal to renew a contract to place children in foster care. Why? Well the Catholic Social Services as it's called, uh, refused even in principle placing foster children with same-sex couples or unmarried uh, unmarried couples. Uh, you know, why Why is there even a Catholic social services? I, I don't know. America. Um, but first... We uh, have them here in Red Deer. Uh, the Catholic ser services? Social services? Uh, Catholic, know, yeah, we have uh, some in here. Red Deer. Which shouldn't surprise anybody because of, you know, the, the uh, you know, there's Catholic hospitals here, which shouldn't be around either, but, either, but uh, I'm getting some feedback somewhere. Uh, yeah, I am getting some feedback. Somebody doesn't have, the, you got your headphones on, I can see that. Um, yep. Testing. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So we had the the election here, and uh, well, the the there's been a change in power. There's a majority conservative, uh, ultra conservative party government, and yeah, uh, as I've 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 been critical of the NDP government here, but uh, yeah, now, now I'm going to be really critical of the of the provincial government because, well, there's I don't expect well, anything good to come out of that. So, and we've already yeah. seen signs of really, really bad. Yeah, I know. Is I expect there to be a hiring freeze in the Alberta Health Services. So no. Yeah, and they're stopping the big lab, and they're putting yeah, a stop on that. the cancer center that is nearly done. And Kenny's gone to war against it's environmentalists. Really yeah, I mean, you're going to talk about that because uh, I don't have the. They're using conspiracy theory to do it too. It's just great. Mm. All right, uh, go ahead. Twice. Oh, I'm starting. Yeah, you're starting. <laughs> we're going to start on the, this because I, you know, it's 
just bringing up the election here. Can you guys hear me now? Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. Now, but you need you to have headphones on. Okay. Yeah, you know what? Um, I'm on my netbook, and uh, it's one or the other. So I'm going to sign off and apologize. I am at an undisclosed list uh, location that is not Calgary, and uh, so um, have a good one. And I'm sorry. All right. Cam, you okay. everyone. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next time. Yeah. Next time. Sorry. Thanks. Bye. All right. All right. So it's just gonna be uh, me and Twyla. Okay. Okay. I'll yeah, try to be quick about this and paraphrase oh, a little because so this, much to talk about tonight. This came to my attention when there was an article in the Calgary Herald about a so-called researcher, and I looked at her background. I'm sorry, I don't have that article with me right now. Um, she was a nutritionist, not even a registered dietitian, and now she's. A researcher and she was accusing you American big rich families of giving environmentalists here money to stop pipelines so that American pipelines could flourish I guess and she supposedly had some facts and figures from donations but uh, let's just say it wasn't entirely uh, <laughs> verifiable so uh, of course I wanted to bring this up and fortunately for me Sandy Garosino of National Observer wrote an article pretty much addressing every point I wanted to touch um, it's called Jason Kennedy's shrewd canard and of course I it is shrewd because nobody's unless you can smell bullshit a mile away, like some people, but not others, most people, you're going to fall for this. Jason um, Kenny, in one fell swoop, did paint environmentalists as the enemy of the people, and Notley as their hapless dupe, along with Trudeau, of course. That's how Kenny got elected. He failed to mention the Indigenous opponents of pipelines whose court challenges pose the greatest obstacle to pipeline expansion. Th that's the truth of it, but Kenny doesn't care about the truth. Yeah, he blamed um, for something she couldn't control. And now he's blaming David Suzuki. I'm not a huge fan of Suzuki, oh, but I'm sorry. He's not the one standing in the way of the pipelines. As this reporter pointed out it's court challenges by <laughs> not environmentalists so uh, in, th in threatening a public inquiry into foreign funding of environmentalists Kenny didn't just respond to regional pressures he hewed much too closely to a global movement by authoritarian governments to delegitimize, limit, and ban NGO access to the international philanthropic funding and journalists. Alberta's saber-rattling against environmental activists placed it squarely in the company of Egypt, India, Pakistan, Russia, Ethiopia, and Hungary, which have all enacted measures to restrain or prevent local nonprofit organizations from getting access to the largest nonprofit granting bodies. Um, 
don't like activists exposing human rights abuses, promoting girls' education, gay rights, access to birth control or labor, and indigenous rights in your cu- country? Is NGO pressure where pollution, water contamination, or climate issues discouraging investors and your party, party donors accuse them of plotting secretly against the people and cut their money off? Even the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation's contraception initiative has been targeted as a secret eugenics operation in Africa with not-so-quite support by the American Christian right and even Alex Jones. Kenny's war on environmentalist I mean, funding Alex is Jones. just... <laughs> well, he's That's still funny. out there where As he if can Alex be. Jones is somehow some reasonable voice out there. Yeah, no... Well, none of these are. I mean, she just, she jumped, he, she put him in the group he belongs in. Um, Notice how little of this debate is actually about climate, GHG emissions, the Paris Agreement, and meeting national commitments. All concerns that should be the highest national priority. (laughs) Climate change is happening. So... Instead, the message is to distrust and suspect the motives of some of the world's most eminent scientific and humanitarian foundations, as if there's something deceitful and dishonest about helping community and citizen groups with no other way to be heard. I'll get to the the end here simply to get this going, but... Yeah, this is just going to be a long four years. Well... As she pointed out, instead of addressing the issue of the court challenges that are not Notley's fault and are not Trudeau's mm. fault. Well, that's not and, completely true because there there was a lot of incompetence by not doing proper uh, environmental reviews. And that's on him. There were quite a few, though. But it, instead of, you know, looking at that issue, which even you know more about, apparently, than Kenny is pretending to, to he is going to go to war on environmentalists, distract, and there is a speaker out there that he um, just legitimized, even though she's part of the conspiracy theory that even Alex Jones embraces. So Kenny mean, is using... <laughs> That's all and he the embraces. Christian far right and everybody else. So there we go, Alberta. We're going to war against yeah. environmentalists. We're going to ignore the real issues with the pipelines. And if it not get doesn't get built, it's going to be Suzuki's fault. Yay. Yeah, well, it's, it's this thing, right? He's got the convenient scapegoats. Um, yeah. Suzuki is really not a very... He's more influential than he should be, but uh, he's not very influential, really. But And he's not standing in the way of the pipeline. Neither no. is Greenpeace, and neither is anyone else. No. And Kenny doesn't care. He's deflecting attention. Exactly. So, and he, he's, got his, he's got his boogie men, and he can just pass the buck off onto them, like he did to Rachel Notley. Mm-hmm. I'm he, sorry, he, but this yeah. is not going to get a pipeline built. Yeah. It has absolutely but nothing to do with Albert. It's, it's, of course, it's not going to be his fault now. It's it's Suzuki's fault and Greenpeace and any other environmentalist group out there that are apparently bought off by the Rockefellers. The uh, I think you mean the Cokes. Uh, but I think he actually this this researcher. I'll have to find that article. I'm sorry I didn't have it in time for this. She mentioned quite a few groups. <laughs> Not just coaches, but uh, any Jewish rich family she kind of pegged. So, 
Jewish rich family. Okay. <laughs> and a few others. <laughs> I um, mean, a conspiracy can't just be one family. It's got to be a whole lot of them, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's it's going to, like, yeah, I, I had, you know, some criticisms of, of the Notley government. Uh, pipelines wasn't one of them. Uh, but the, the thing is, I don't expect this current government to be any better. Uh, in fact, it's no, much of course worse. not. They're going to be much, much worse. In fact, so, yes, yeah. the hiring freezes. He's stopping um, these projects. They will mean the end of jobs. It'll mean increased privatization, which we have found in many cases does not help. It will cost us more money because they're for profit. There will be less oversight. And, and uh, he's, as one of his campaign promises, he was looking to find out about where money was going in uh, in the health sector. And um, it's going to be, you know, health care is expensive. And, and they were spending more as conservatives way before the Notley government yeah. came anywhere near it. Notley actually, from education to health care, actually lowered manager payments like vice presidents and presidents. Our president of Red Deer College took a pay cut. So I don't know. This is just a bunch of another conservative bullshit about all this money disappearing. Yeah. Well, it's going to affect everyone uh, that accesses uh, healthcare in this province, and I suspect that we're going to see some reversals of certain certain uh, certain treatments or th drugs. Uh, plan B, <laughs> the Plan B option uh, that was made available. Yep by the Notley government uh, is going probably, mm. I wouldn't be surprised if that was reneged or, or rescinded. Well, and they're already talking about, you know, the Notley government passed uh, a law, I guess you would say, that the protesters couldn't be within mm -hmm. X amount of distance from the abortion clinics. That They're talking about getting rid of that one right away. So thank you to all the rednecks yeah. who hired this person to run the province you think he's going to make it better oh buckle up it's well, going to be a gonna, really bad ride he's going to make it the way they want it they don't care if it's better or worse they, just, they don't care if they're going to yeah. suffer along with the rest of us well they don't think they will um, <laughs> there's a lot of libertarianism <laughs> in this wait. province and i have and uh, racism and racism uh it's pretty good in uh Calgary and Edmonton, but uh, step outside and you're in a very yeah. Um, the yellow vests are out every weekend. I guess they they don't have a job. Uh, yeah. Any other job, I should say. Well, yeah. it's just Saturday, so they could very well be working, <laughs> especially those girls that were going around with their signs. Not too long ago, not this weekend, but the a couple of weekends ago. It's not bad to be proud of your being white or some crap. I'd, again, I'd have to bring why, up why the actual why sign. Why would anybody be proud of being something that they were born as? I mean, it just. But but they're being you're they're being told they can't be proud of being white. So they, then they're just you know they're getting picked on. Just just I, as badly I just as I just don't understand where where what is so prideful about being white i mean they're racist they're out and proud but yeah, yeah, then no, they I, get called out for it and they get mad yeah yeah help, help and they're like what do we repressed. do we can be proud of being white too just like you know it, it's proud being proud of something is something that you've accomplished how do you accomplish being white 
It's just a skin <laughs> yeah. color. You were born that way. These, these people don't do logic. They do hate. Yeah. Uh, so buckle up, folks. It's like not going to get There's something that comes along with the lack of melanin. I mean, we're not really white. I'm, we're pink. Let's face it, right? I don't know. I'm pretty freaking white. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> granted, you, granted, you've got uh, whiter skin. Me, me, I'm just pure pink. I'm, I'm, pink. I'm practically albino. I color in my eyebrows and put on mascara. Otherwise, I would you just oh, look you up cheat. albino. And that's what I would look at. Well, <laughs> you can do that. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to see me. You'd be like, there's this white thing chatting. But you, you got Icelandic blood or something or what? And Ukrainian, Polish. Oh, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Aryan? Um, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, uh, <laughs> I have one grandma that is 100% Welsh, and then a bunch of American stuff. I got one grandparent that came from the States. Uh-huh. knows what he was. Wow. Okay. But then I, 100% I... Polish grandma and 100% uh, Ukrainian grandpa. Hmm. So. Just don't get enough sun, that's all. Uh, you, you don't want to see that. <laughs> what? I turn red as a lobster. I peel also and then get right back to this color. Oh, okay. I actually, when I burn, I tan. So it's, it's not me. I I used to do that, turn myself into a lobster, because I knew that a couple days down the road I was going to have a nice deep tan. But uh, I turn into no a moles. scaly creature. Oh, okay. yeah. I, I have skin, absolutely it's... not a single mole on my body. I have a, just about zero chance of, of melanoma. Skin. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's... I have lots of moles. My, my <laughs> wife didn't believe me, and then she started looking, and she realized, he's right. There's no moles. He wasn't yeah. making this up. No, I wasn't. But my when I was before... Uh, before I met Rhonda, I was uh, at a neighbor across the hall who was just Melanoma City. And she was oh. covered with black moles all over. And she would go out sunbathing every day. Oh, and God. Like, oh, jeez. Uh, nope. I'm freckled this, like this crazy. This is the same, the same person that uh, she went out rollerblading one day. And I told her, you know, she, she, she never wore wrist guards or... Uh, anything she just went out and then one day she fell and as she was falling what's randy gonna say so she pulled her hands back and landed on her face <laughs> I, when yeah, she told let's me not break the wrist she, let's break the face when she told me that i just said i don't feel the least bit sorry <laughs> that was really dumb <laughs> She Did she break anything or was, just had a scrape? No, up? she just had, like, her face was a, like a pumpkin, the uh, size of a pumpkin. I just didn't feel a bit, least bit sorry. Well, <laughs> it's lucky she didn't break her nose. Dumbest, no kidding. I, uh, who does that? <laughs> um, all right, so move, moving <laughs> on. Moving on. Oh, yeah, here we go. I'm going to pull up the bumper. I th- see how fast this is now. See it? How fast. The Legion of Reasons Catholic Watch. Oh, I thought I'd set that on OBS, but it's coming out next split. That doesn't matter. Um, yeah, that's a lot faster now. Um, and oh yeah, Catholic Watch. Yes, uh, Catholic go- governor signs assisted suicide law after careful prayer. So he talked Good to himself. News. You actually, you know, talk, I'm glad talking to yourself helped get to the right answer. Um, 
And this, he this must was have just, a. Was that? He must have empathy somewhere in there somehow. Yeah. Well, an understanding that his personal beliefs are, are not everyone's. Um, we need more like him. He, he signed. Yeah, it is possible. I mean, it, to to act on behalf of everyone, representing everyone, and recognizing that your own personal beliefs are your own personal beliefs. They don't. And you don't have to get it there. yourself if you don't want it. Yeah. So he signed a uh, medical aid and dying bill on April 12th, uh, despite one New Jersey bishop uh, who con is continuing to oppose the dangerous law. Oh, that's, that's, let's do that again. Uh, dangerous law. All right. Uh, the new law will allow those deemed by a doctor to have less than six months to live to request lethal medication to end their lives, but they actually have to administer the medication themselves. I don't know how this is going to work for certain people that, that are incapable of doing that. Uh, uh, the, the article doesn't say. And he said, uh, uh, after careful consideration, internal reflection, and prayer, I have concluded that while my faith may lead me to a particular decision for myself, as a public official, I cannot deny this alternative to those who may reach a different conclusion. I believe this choice awesome. is a personal one, and therefore, signing this legislation is the decision that best respects the freedom and humanity of all New Jersey residents. Well spoken. Uh, it kind of helps all, to have like 80% of the population behind you, but okay, mm -hmm. whatever. Um, Bishop James... F. Cecchio of Metuchen, oh, that must be someplace in New Jersey, uh, condemned, yeah, the, New condemned Jersey. the governor's decision. In a statement to uh, the Catholic news agency, Cecchio called the legislation the latest in a dangerous and frightening trend and a brazen attack against the sanctity of human life. Because uh -huh. uh, people never die. <laughs> And, and uh, what else did he say? Oh, yeah, I got to do this. While we are facing dark times, we will not stop from advocating for the sanctity of human life in all stages. Uh, he brings abortion into this. What a jerk. And, <laughs> and we will continue to educate our legislatures, our fellow Catholics, and the general public about the dangers of legalized physician-assisted suicide. Uh, I haven't heard one freaking danger that's actually even true. What an asshole. Uh, yeah, well, we're going to get to one of the poster child views of things, which is completely wrong. Um, and he's, he also said, Easter Sunday comes after the darkness of Good Friday, we know, so we will continue to work for Easter light to pervade our society. It already has, asshole. <laughs> yeah. There we go. So... Good news. Good news. No, another state signs it into law. Uh, more from the Catholic news, news Agency. A great source. They're actually a pretty good news service. Uh, but yeah, they would is, like us to donate. Yeah, of course they would. Um, <laughs> now, there was some, some conference, uh, and this speaker was saying that ending isolation is key to fighting assisted suicide. I really um these people aren't isolated so you're creating a problem that doesn't exist well i can tell you my own not my own personal experience because i'm still alive and i haven't tried assisted 
assisted to suicide. But uh, my stepfather was receiving the best of palliative care, and there is no one who knew him who would say that he was a weak-willed person who was really lonely and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, no. If this if this had been available for him, this was before uh, Carter v. Canada decision. He he would have taken it, and uh, not not one of us doubts that. And to to think to say that this all these people that make this decision are doing because they're isolated and oh that is such a a cliche. It's not even a true cliche. It's 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 a lie. it's It's a false cliche. False cliche. Um, this is uh, Chris Fattis, uh, co-founder of Solidarity Health, Health, Health Share. I was going to say Health Scare. Uh, <laughs> spoke to CNA about scaremongering moron. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Importance of respecting the dignity of all patients at the end of life, just not their decision. They, we're not going to respect. Well, that. it's more dignified to die as you choose. Which now I want a big party and like the one yeah, guy. like that one guy. Then dying in. Dying by nothing by mouth. Dying by starvation and dehydration. Oh, that's hmm. a terrible way to go. That's exactly how my stepfather went. And, that's how my uh, grandma went. Yeah. And I really yeah. don't appreciate that was her only damn choice. Yeah. Uh, he, he says, oh, I got to do it. When you see no way out, something like a pill seems tempting. Yeah. Right. God damn it. These people they don't have a clue. Uh, um, you can't help but see no way out when you're in excruciating pain and actually dying and know it. And and if you think, I don't think that if you don't think that Catholic healthcare is a barrier to, I mean, you know, supposedly Covenant Health has changed and you know they allow assessments on site now, whatever. If you think they're not a a barrier to accessing medical assistance dying just listen to this we're just here or there to facilitate and to kind of direct them what does that sound like that sounds like they're <laughs> trying to talk you out of it okay they don't have a right to do that uh, it, it's just and, oh, and, and this one really, this, I'm sorry, this is good. one that pisses me off. When people are cared yeah, for well, the then they can suffer well. What the fuck is suffer well, you yeah. dim it's, it's, This is the redemptive suffering thing that, that really pissed me off too. And redemptive suffering is a sick doctrine. How dare you foist Torture. that on other people? Torture. You know, You're supposed to die, die in torturous well. pain. So, he says, as they're going through those difficult times, or just those difficult You're making it more decisions, difficult. people can help them just by caring well for them, because that's all they need, you know, until they suffer to death. Um, what do you say about Jesus here? Ugh. The dignity of, of human life. They're not... They don't... Res- they're respecting the dignity of human life, but they're not respecting the patient's wishes. That's the problem. Oh, this You're going to suffer because I think you should. And I think if we do that well, oh no, i got to do this again. And I think if we do that well, we've solved the problem. I mean, if you're dying alone, you want the pill. These people aren't alone, you fat liar. 
And even if there are, yeah. so what? <laughs> it, if so, it's not like you go. Uh, oh, you want the the pill that'll kill you? Okay, I'll just go grab it. It doesn't work like that. People are assessed by two like, physicians, and, and you know, and it, independent. One one of them has to be independent. So it's not like it's a, a whim or oh, I feel lonely today. I think I'm just going to off myself. No, I, you think a doctor's not going to know that, you know, it's, it's being done for the wrong reasons. He's. Uh, well, you can't I, trust a doctor with Jesus. Yeah. Well, I certainly don't trust a Catholic doctor. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, political, yeah, this is uh, Pope during Easter vigil. I love the picture. Look at those candelabras. How big are those candelabras? And they're and gold, gold. and sparkly and glittering. They're, like, they're 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 like you put this on your these things on your uh, dinner table and it will collapse. And, like, and, and the glitter opulence. would blind you. Uh, sin. So, oh, so no, what does he say? I do this the right way. Sin seduces, it promises things easy and quick, prosperity and success, but leaves behind only solitude and death. Sin is looking for life among the dead, for the meaning of life in things that pass away. Why not prefer Jesus, the true light, to the gl glitter of wealth, career, pride, and pleasure? Hypocrite. Jeez. You know what? These jerks are more obsessed with solidarity being in alone than being in pain. So they always have to have Jesus with them, I guess. Yeah, I mean, seriously, you can't be alone for a second. Now, try new Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just a sales pitch. I really don't care for your Jesus, and I don't care for you, popey boy. All right. <laughs> and a lot of people, a lot of Catholics are getting fed up with it, but they still want to be Catholic. And so they go to independent Catholic churches. And apparently in the Philadelphia area, four of these <laughs> has been, have popped up. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not particularly happy that they didn't just go straight to atheism, but maybe this is a gateway to that. Uh, who mm. knows? Uh, they can't but expect following people to the just, boom, become atheists. That's not the way it works. Uh, but you know that what they were saying about uh, the the Vatican, uh, they don't admit they're on fire until it's too late, and the whole church is burning. Yeah, and that's actually quite true. I mean, it, Pope uh, John Paul II, uh, he he thought it was just an American problem, as if that's somehow better. I, okay, I don't get that. Uh, American, and not, it wasn't a, a worldwide thing. Well, yeah, but. It's bad enough to do something about, right? Uh, if it if it was just an American problem, it's not. It's a worldwide one. It's it's happening everywhere and and places that like you know very Catholic, like Chile. I'm I'm expecting El Salvador, places like that, to to you know th those are, are those allega allegations of abuse are you know haven't heard of any from there, but I, I do expect it at, at some point. Uh, if ex-Catholic was a religion, it'd be the third largest in the United States. Because, you know, a lot of people just say they're Catholic, right? That, that's true. I mean, especially in Quebec. How many people actually go <laughs> regularly to Mass? Right? It's not very many. 
Huh. But you're better if you're Catholic than if you're not. Don't well, you know? they're still these guys are still going to hell according to the Vatican, right? Because they are <laughs> they're heretics and But still better than being non religious because you know those people are horrible. <laughs> totally. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So it it's something. You know, uh, I'd prefer they just went straight to atheism, but if this is the way they get to atheism, that's fine too. Uh, now, uh, back still in Philadelphia, uh, court rules against Catholic foster agency. Uh, it's uh, the Catholic uh, social services, which is a thing, which it shouldn't be, but oh well. Well, it's in Canada in a, too. Yeah, well, they shouldn't receive public funds. These guys get public funds because they're on contract with, with the city to place foster children or children of foster care. Man, did they get public funds here too? It was the only they agency shouldn't. I could go to, to get help with my son getting some respite care. They were the only agency I could go to. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so they, because the city had passed a law that uh, all anything that was you know, doing business with the city of Philadelphia, they would have to abide by uh, the, you know, modern non-12th century things like uh, uh, allowing unwed couples to, to adopt or same-sex couples to adopt. And of course, that's the last thing Catholic social services wants. Well, too bad. So they canceled the contract <laughs> CSS took them to court and they they got their ass handed to them on a platter, which is good. <laughs> I love this. He says he says this. Uh, the need to find those children's homes is so dire that earlier this year the city put out an urgent call for 300 new families to become foster parents. Well, if if they're so desperate, then why wouldn't you allow them? allow same-sex couples or unwed couples to adopt <laughs> if you're so concerned yeah. if you're so concerned about getting children into foster care you know come into the you know at least the 18th century <laughs> if not the 21st um, and they, they continue but shortly after this call for help the city inexplicably pro it wasn't inexplicably. They have a freaking <laughs> law that required them to uh, buy anything, getting money from the the. Uh, uh, oh, was the the voice changer working or no? Um, I don't. I didn't oh, hear crap. it on my I end, so I was, I was wondering putting if it on, was I was just... pushing the wrong button. Damn it! Okay, it'll oh, work. It'll work. I was hoping now. it was going through another way. All right. Oh yeah, here we go. Uh, <laughs> but shortly after this call for help, the city inexplicably prohibited Catholic social services from placing any more children with families it has certified solely because of the agency's religious beliefs. No, it had nothing to do with the... And the judge said this. Uh, let me get down here. The, uh, the judge, uh, Thomas Ambro, said, The city's non-discrimination policy is a neutral, generally applicable law and the religious views of CSS do not entitle it to an exemption from that policy. Uh, CSS will only certify foster parents who are either married or single 
It will not certify cohabitating unmarried couples, and it considers all same-sex couples to be unmarried. Uh, now, it's true that they've never had any complaints be, that uh, by same-sex couples, for instance, but why would they? No one would go to a Catholic... If you're in a same-sex relationship, are you going to go to a Catholic agency to ask them for to, they, to place a child for adoption, with them? yeah. It, that doesn't matter. It, it's the fact that they, in principle, let alone in practice, will not allow it. And that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, Ambro concluded that the city of Philadelphia stands on firm ground in requiring its contractors to abide by its non-discrimination policies when administering public services. Uh, and that the record demonstrates in his view the city's good faith in its effort to enforce its law against discrimination and that's what was going on rather than uh, anti-religious anti-religious bias. bias why do they um, always have to play victim when they don't yeah, want to follow the law persecution complex right it's uh, it's, it's we're supposed to get special stuff yeah it's the original victimhood cult you know uh, it's like oh we're, we're so oppressed Entitled assholes is Start sorry, that fire I'm under swearing that guy. tonight. Yeah, that's okay. So freaking entitled. Right. They're brought up that way. You're better than everybody else, so you should be able to discriminate. Yeah, which makes, you know, totally makes them wrong. Oh, this is, okay, I think that was the end of uh, Catholic Watch, I think. Oh, goody. Anyway. so uh, Some good, you? some ridiculous. I'm glad yeah. the courts upheld that one. So we're going to go to... There we go. The Regressive Left Files. Oh, we got a lot of stuff here. Uh, let's start with the privilege scorecard stirs angst in Saratoga Springs story. This is the Daily Gazette from Saratoga Springs. Wow, so they had one of these... A teacher gave a high school class one of these, you know, BuzzFeed-esque uh, privilege calculation, calculators. And it's, it, you know, they, they've given an assignment and and I, I don't know what exactly what the assignment was to do other than either classify your, yourself as a victim or as an oppressor. <laughs> <laughs> all this thing is designed to do, right? Uh, the activity, copies of which were posted on to social media last week, asked students to score how privileged they are. Add 25 points if you're white. Add 25 points if you're male. I'm, I'm screwed. Uh, add 20 <laughs> points if you are straight. Jesus Christ, come on. Subtract 100 points if you are black. No, no, sorry. Not, uh, subtract 50 points if you're female. Subtract 150 points if you're gay. So apparently being gay is worse than being blocked. But, well. uh, at the end of the survey, students scoring negative 100 points or less were considered very disprivileged, while students who scored above 100 points were told to check it daily, as in check your privilege daily. Oh, God. What does that mean? You know, I've never figured that out. Check it's not very helpful then. Yeah, I, I've never understood. Um, it's it's such it's the new astrology is what this is it, it well and if they're going to tell you 
Well, they, they're saying that that you can distill your whole life down to a single number, and that tells you how privileged or unprivileged you are. It's balderdash. Well, you can't count for every single variable in those kids' lives. Sure, they might have be a white male, but maybe their father's an alcoholic that kicks their ass every day, or maybe they're bullied every day in school, or maybe because they're obviously leaving a lot of variables out. It's too general. Well, your personal experiences is what you know, determines this, not some calculator, some yeah. equation. It's just absurd. Uh, so somebody uh, said uh, when we looked at that form we felt a lot of terms on there could really be offensive to a lot of kids yeah that's the problem um, <laughs> I felt like this Sorry. lesson being pushed in the classroom is being more divisive than bringing kids together well yeah that's exactly what this does it, it yeah. creates an us versus them attitude and that's not helpful it's not bringing people together it's it's it, it's stratifying people and it's just not right one one other poster said uh, on the Facebook page said it's emotional abuse I agree totally students are either made to feel guilt for being white or made to feel like victims based on the negative score associated that exactly is exactly right and this this is this cult of social justice that is just is pernicious and it's oversimplifying oh, everything it's yeah absolutely uh, an unmodified version of the privilege reflection form was distributed to students without removal of the insensitive words, the district said in, in a statement. The, the district does not condone the use of the document yet with these insensitive words. Because that's the problem. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Hey. Uh, and one, one person on Facebook wrote, it should make Saratoga school students uncomfortable. It is a wake-up call that no everyone has equal access. It's not about being comfortable or uncomfortable. This pissed off people, and rightly so. That's not being uncomfortable. That's being angry. It's a big difference. Stop it. God, it's, you know, it just makes my, my blood boil when I see something like that. Uh... I think it gives ammo to the MAM people. Uh, MAM? Um, men. There was that men's rights. M oh, MRA? MRAs. Men's rights. Yeah, MRAs. Oh, say. Sorry, I got it totally wrong. MRA guys. It would just give them fuel for their fire. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> They'd be right on this. <laughs> yeah, don't make you know? them right, please. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they don't need to be right on this. This is the thing I, I, you know, the far left is very against free speech. And why, they, why is that? I mean, by, you know, they say that the far right has hijacked free speech for their own purposes. Well, yeah. And what's wrong with your voice? And yeah, why aren't you? Use it. It, they're, they're, they're lauding free speech. The question is, why aren't they? They're seeding the moral high ground. Congratulations. The left, the far left, is just a bunch of silly nanny or silly ninnies. There we go. <laughs> well, they're not helping. So, Middlebury College, uh, 
there was a, a group that had uh, invited this guy named uh, Legutko. Uh, he's a Polish uh, riser, Legutko. He's a politician, a Polish politician. And they, they were going to, uh, there was going to be a big protest against him. I don't know what his views are. Uh, they're probably reprehensible, but you know what? He, he has a right to, to accept that invitation. But the university canceled the event, you know, a few hours before he was to speak. And uh, there was he a probably protest. just brought him more attention. Yeah, because, well, it's stupid. Yeah, it, it, there's, it, the university cited a, a safety risk, which is the go-to now for universities they don't, when they don't want to have a speaker show up. Uh, it, so what happened was that this one class, uh, uh, it was, uh, oh, where is it? Yeah, political, it was headed by political science professor Keegan uh, Callanan. And he asked the students if they would invite Legutko to the class and they would, could engage, in, engage him there. And he said, I asked the students as part of the, cl of the classroom experience, do you want to invite him in here to critique his argument? And uh, he, he said he wouldn't do it unless uh, everybody was okay with it. And, and so they had a secret ballot and everybody said yes. And so they invited him in uh, without all the security and engaged him in, in discourse, civil discourse. Uh, you know, it was... It, it was heartwarming <laughs> there there's still some people out here out in in universities that that will actually engage uh instead of pulling a david suzuki thing that he did that once where he debated uh this guy for who was saying that uh, there's a racial basis for differential iqs and yeah. his methodology was terrible it was you know, but but no. Did David Suzuki actually hone in on 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 those kind of arguments? No, he yeah. just says, "How can you say that?" An emotional, <laughs> an appeal to emotion. Ah, oh, just can't stand David Suzuki. Sorry, I just, he's just a an idiot. I'd um, laugh about Jason Kenny picking on him, but I hate just Jason Kenny even more for doing that. Well, that you know, Jason of... Kenny's got he, he, he does have a point that that, uh, that David Suzuki is is. Kinda David wacko. Suzuki's not standing between Alberta and pipelines. No, he's not. No, he's not. That's that's the and that's Jason Kenney's whole argument. Yeah. Well, I, he knows everybody hates David Suzuki out here. Uh, I I actually have good reasons to. David Suzuki's getting money to stand in the way of pipelines. He's very against uh, animal uses of animals in in medical research, uh, in brain because oh hey we've got this. Uh, cell line that is perpetual that you can just use as if you can model the brain on, on a cell line it's like david shut up <laughs> i think he's gone bonkers in the last 20 years or so yeah i mean he he, he had a really good well he still does it i guess the the, the nature of things but I, I just refuse to watch it now because i saw that the episode he did on on uh, modeling the brain with just using a cell line yeah it's absurd yeah absolutely absurd uh, he forgot how to do science somewhere along well, he, the way it's not his area of expertise it is mine mm. uh, 
yeah, so so they actually engage this guy, and I, I I wish I could find out what this guy was on about, but it, it's that that's not the important thing. The important thing is that there's still some voices in on campuses that that are actually trying to engage and not doing you know acting like those those people in UC Berkeley was just reprehensible that the police should have gone in there and just arrested a lot of them and thrown the book at them uh, whatever crime they did they do the time I got no patience for that kind of, of uh, invalid uh, protest that's criminal activity as far as I'm concerned there was a uh, this was in uh, Amherst College uh, there's a they, unbeknownst to the president of the university, this uh, was it the, yeah, the Office of Diversity and Inclusion, which is starting to become a really dirty term, <laughs> in my book. Uh, they published uh, this uh, kind of a, a dictionary, uh, called Common Language Guide it is anything but. Uh, it, okay. So heterosexuality is defined here, for instance, a, a term developed as diagnosis for of the hyper-infatuation with a different sex. A different sex? I, I think you, you mean opposite. Oh, wait, that's right. You don't believe in this binary stuff. Yeah. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Um, first used by sexologist Carl Maria Kurt Benny in 1868. It is used to denote the normalized, as if it isn't, the norm but anyway uh, uh, no, the normalized dominant sexual identity hetero yeah heterosexuality but it's not yeah it's just ridiculous femininity is a set of attributes behaviors and roles associated with girls and women and further describes it as performing femininity in a culturally established way is expected of people assi assigned female at birth yeah, you didn't it, see me they, as a kid here, when I was the biggest tomboy in the world. Nobody thought I was a girl. Oh yeah, I mean it's like as if you know. Oh wait, uh, okay, push, push. Oh, let's flip that coin. Which one is it going to be? The uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Heads, you lose. Your girl. Sorry. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's it is it, they they. As if it's an arbitrary thing. You're assigned it. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> they're, they're basing it on your... This is the thing. They, when, when you conflate gender identity with sex. The two are not the same thing, okay? They usually are, <laughs> but they don't have to be. Mm -hmm. They're assigning you on the basis of your primary... Well, yeah, primary, primary sexual characteristics. Uh, what sex you are. Your gender identity, knock yourself out. They don't care. It, it, but it matters for health care. <laughs> <They're, laughs> it, it's, it's, it's this ideology that says, no, men and women are no different, which is... <sighs> How do, how do you how do you arrive at such it's not a conclusion it's a premise it's 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 an assertion 
Uh, I'm getting I'm sorry, sorry, I'm getting rolled up. Um, <laughs> it, it, but they, but the problem was that they didn't run it past the president. So soon after this whole thing appeared, President uh, Carolyn Martin, uh, you know, she apparently was well, the, the author of this piece was saying that she recognized the potential for, you know, bad PR, which because that's finally starting to happen. <laughs> uh, at universities, uh, they took it down and hastily called a faculty meeting to express her displeasure at such a document having been made public without her approval. Yeah, and of course, people, you know, backed it up on on <laughs> from the net, so that you can you can actually go to this uh, common wheel. I don't know why it's called common wheel. It's like they ran out of letters for Commonwealth. I don't know. Couldn't afford it, maybe. Couldn't afford the last page. Um, and so she kind of backpedaled from that, though. Uh, but we're seeing more and more of this kind of thing where where faculty are afraid to speak up because the tail is wagging the dog. You get these people that are... are they get ostracized by speaking out. They can't. They can't do it because the ba university won't back them up. Uh, so when you stand up and say, hey, I've got a problem with this document, uh, you know, you get shouted down, silenced, and uh, potentially fired. I mean, look what happened to Peter Bogosian. Uh, they tried to, you know, get him on an ethics, on a trumped-up ethics uh, violation. Um, so in a statement disavowing the guide, uh, President Martin commented that it runs counter to the core academic values of freedom of thought and expression. Yes. And cuts against our efforts to foster open exchange and independent thinking. Yes. That's the problem with these things. This is straight out of 1984. They're trying to control language. And we just have to stand up and say no. More people that do that, the better off we're going to be in the end. It's going to hurt for a while. I can it's easy from the cheap seats, right? I don't have a faculty position, but you know, uh, yeah, it's this is this is social justice, and then you get uh, oh, I gotta play this. I gotta, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play this, and oh, uh, it's for, before we start, oh, so I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna to stop this because uh, before we start, I gotta be lay some groundwork. Um, yeah, is this Sar Sir? No, this is not Sarsura. This is Sonali Rashatwar. She's a sex therapist. Uh, and uh, Oh, this, okay. Yeah, the sex therapist and a social worker. And some, she made a bunch of, she, she's going on about fat phobia and how fat phobia, I kid you not, is a, a, about white supremacy. Be, because wow. a few white <clears throat> supremacists have said this. Now, Picture, picture, if you will, uh, this woman. Actually, you can because it's on their screen. Um, she's got to be 400 pounds. Got to be 400 pounds. And she has to give this talk sitting down. <laughs> and she's a sex therapist trying to talk she about... Hate, she doesn't like the term overweight because she says, well, what weight am I over? Like... Yeah, it don't matter. <laughs> Just at your weight, it don't matter. <laughs> you're way over. <laughs> you're whatever it is. You're way over it. 
and that you know we have to stop thinking about uh, you know a healthy body weight kind of thing. She even says that that uh, there's no such thing as bad food. I'm sorry, the research shows otherwise. Oh, well, that's <laughs> the, the, go funny. To funny, funny, you should ask that, say that because somebody asked the question. Somebody was suffering from ex extreme cognitive dissonance, and because it was such a long-winded question, I'm not going to play it. I'm just going to paraphrase it. That okay. she was all. This this questioner was all for what she's saying, but she has she's having a hard time reconciling that with the large body of research, which shows that uh, being overweight is uh, heavy, heavily <laughs> excuse the term uh, weighted. You know, it's a you know, I'm using these terms, aren't I? Um, <laughs> It's risk high risk factor for things like stroke, high high blood pressure, which leads to stroke. Well, and then she cancer. denies that. She says, "Yeah, she there does. is no connection between high blood pressure and obesity." Seriously, oh, yeah, like gonna, again, where did she go to school? Well, this what, is, what, she did, I'm just going to play this before we get to that because uh, I just want to play this because this, this, this is what it's really be difficult to to think that an entire body of research could be oppressive, in the same way as that entire bodies of research have been created to promote an idea that certain races deserve to be enslaved. Some things that I like to offer is that no disease exists solely within fat people. The same diseases that you're listing exist within thin people too. So even but if there's a correlation, that people. doesn't necessarily mean that I deserve inadequate medical care when I go to the doctor. Even if it were true that being fat meant I might come with, I might experience different diseases or a higher rate. That still doesn't mean that I would deserve inadequate treatment at, at a doctor's office. Yeah, mostly what I want us to do is challenge authority. And so if the science, if we're learning that like, hey, maybe some of the science might be propaganda or like promoting an oppressive ideology that maybe we're allowed to challenge authority and maybe we don't have to assume it as gospel. Yeah, and I also want us to think like, is it my fatness that causes my high blood pressure or is it my experience of weight stigma? Because when I move to the sidewalk and oh someone's God. like staring at me or laughing at me or taking a photo of me or taking a video of me or like ridiculing me, you know, is that what is increasing my anxiety and my blood pressure or is it just the fatness on my body? Um, and that's a similar conversation around um, folks who experience anti-blackness. Are they just experiencing higher blood pressure because the skin is black? No, it might be actually this structural yeah, no, experience I, of anti-blackness. What a load of She's crap. claiming black people have more high well, blood pressure than one, white? The, the, one questioner was saying that we, well, we learn things that are wrong, like uh, that I, I, somebody misheard something that yes, certain genetic pools have dispositions for high blood pressure. That doesn't, we're not, it's not the color of your skin that has anything to do with it. <sighs> anyway, it, it, you know, like, and that's true because, you know, there are a number of diseases that are, are uh, you know, say sickle cell anemia. That doesn't happen in too many white people. Uh, there are some drug reactions which happen to certain uh, genetic pools, uh, Lebanese uh, in that region. Uh, 
it was a whole massive. But but only point. but only high blood pressure is because of how black people are looked at, yeah. not no. sickle cell anemia, of course. Yeah. But it's she's. I'm sorry. There's an easy, easy experiment here. Bring a bunch of really obese people up around no looks and no anxiety-inducing situations, and tell me how many no longer have blood pressure just because of that. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Uh, yeah, yeah. I hate to tell you, lady, it's it is because you are vastly overweight. Why did she go to school? Does she know nothing about the human body and what causes high blood pressure? I mean, I think my blood pressure is rising right now, but... <laughs> it's transient. <laughs> It'll go down when I'm done reading this horrid, disgusting, anti-science <laughs> rant of hers. Like, she's just... Yeah. She's not oh, going yeah. against anything except research and evidence. I mean, yeah. come on. Where's your research? Exactly. Where is it? Give That's me your damn you study. That's how you challenge the, the accepted doctrine of the day is you bring up your science. If you haven't got science, you've got no game. You go home. And you can't erase science by saying, oh no, this is how it is. Yeah. I'm sorry. But I it, no, it's, it's all, all been done to oppress her, specifically. Everybody else <laughs> is wrong but her. I mean, she's just... just got some just, delusion just, of grandeur here. Yeah, well, she's... If you, I actually went through. This is a two-hour talk. I sat, I sat here, oh God. listening to this drivel, and that's just a part of it. Uh, and I'm just reading it, and I can't stand it. How did you do that? It, yeah, what? I was yelling at the computer, so I was. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, it was just something else. It was just this woman is deluded, and total ideologue. She's a Marxist, obviously. She's pro-Palestinian. She's uh, as if as if pa Palestinians don't want to commit a genocide in in Israel or some anything like Does that. Does she have There's oppositional really defiance order? Because she's going against every bit of evidence out there. Um, not well, just she, you. Yeah, I, I I don't didn't want to play this, but it, uh, and that's why I didn't record it. But is this? There's this video. I, it must exist somewhere on the net. Uh, poodle called Poodle Science, and so <laughs> poodles. So poodles are, are studying, you know, uh, the, what the what the right weight for dogs are, but they only consider poodles. And every dog, no matter how what their size, they should have the same weight as poodles. Oh and my God. I'm just like, wow. Um, have you ever? You, do you understand the the BMI, the the body mass index, and how it works? Nope, they don't. They don't seem to understand. They take takes height into, into consideration. Yeah, it takes yeah. into account. All the into variables. Account. It's not perfect. It's not perfect, but it is a pretty good, uh, quick and dirty. Uh, it does control for, for those, those kinds of things. And, and some of those tests even include how much exercise you're getting and how much weight lifting you do and stuff. Like the better yeah. ones even include that now because... Yeah, so, so this Some is like, oh yeah, we never thought of that, that there might be different body types. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> of course they know. Different. <laughs> it's just hard. Uh, she, Can so you she, imagine like those humongous um, Labrador and Labradoodles and all these other types being the weight of a poodle? How scrawny they would be. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's one of the things that they argue for is that, that well you can't just do poodle signs. We have to take into account body type, and they yeah they already do. So, <laughs> uh, you know she she's railing against 
diet culture, uh, it's a form of assault because it impacts the way I experience my body. <sighs> so basically this is a two hour rant about I can do what I want and you can't call me unhealthy. Yeah, essentially it, yes. <laughs> and it's white wow. supremacy. No, <laughs> what? Because because white supremacists. Uh, okay, here. Well, and, here, here she says. And this uh, one. What's that? Go ahead. I truly believe a child cannot consent to being on a diet the yeah. same way a child can consent to having sex. That's pretty demented. Yeah, ch children don't can't consent to being sent to bed either. What's your point? <laughs> Uh, yeah. So so now you're gonna say children can have cake all fucking day? Why not? She obviously does. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't like being mean, but like that, I don't but, do that. Uh, this is but so it, she is ugly inside and out. Like she is not a good person. She is just. <sighs> she, she okay. So here's where you get to the white supremacy thing. So. Uh, She's talking about uh, the Christchurch, ma Christchurch massacre in New Zealand. She says this. Uh, this is this is just priceless. I got to do this in a in a voice. I do not think it's surprising that the man who shot up Christchurch, New Zealand, was also a fitness instructor. What? Oh my God! Okay. So. Wow! <laughs> Holy shit! Um, and that wasn't oh the God. only reference to to fat phobia, as if there is such a thing, uh, as white supremacy. She was listing, uh, you know, talking about white supremacists who say that you know, we shouldn't uh, tolerate obesity. And I'm like, okay, so the guy's a jerk, uh, but you're still overweight. <laughs> you're still <laughs> obese, it's morbidly so, lady. You're you're not gonna live past forty five. It's just unbelievable. Like, and and somebody. I, I who, still. Who, so go ahead. I still ask people: Do you see a lot of obese ninety year olds? Yeah, you, you don't. <laughs> and and then I got called a. I got all, all kinds of names for that. Ah. <laughs> Just pointing so, it out, like try find me an obese ninety-year-old. Yep. Um, yeah. So, so somebody was in the in in the audience at this, and he actually lost over a hundred pounds uh, himself. And uh, he said uh, the entire speech was troubling, very troubling to me. I know from personal experience that health is absolutely connected to weight. Of course it is, and it's also connected to your mental health too. Uh, as as these <laughs> exercise, exercise. This is why the doc, a doctor will tell you, not just to lose weight if you're overweight. You're be, you're you're uh, uh, you're beyond the target uh, weight for your age, but get some exercise. That's the first. That's the one thing that you. This is the things. Two things that you can control that will affect your mental health too. Um, <laughs> well, this lady uh, does sound mentally ill. I must say. Oh, she no. She well. She, that's what people who are ideologues sound like. They sound like crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, I know from personal experience that health is absolutely connected to weight. When you decide to give up and claim that doctors are lying to you and you're the you're perfect the way you are, 
all you truly end up with is repressed emotions and an early funeral. Yeah, that's hmm. just what I said. Uh, I, can, I can guarantee Amen. that maintaining healthy eating habits will help me live a much longer and healthier life than I was originally on track to have. Your life can only improve if you take responsibility for yourself. And that's the problem. Mm -hmm. She's not taking responsibility for her, 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 you know, her habits, her, her living habits, eating habits, exercise habits, and her lack thereof. She, does, she doesn't want to take responsibility. What kind of a social worker is she, anyway? Uh, sex. And sex therapist. Can you imagine? Therapist. I, I mean, I she imagine. doesn't go by evidence-based anything, so um, maybe that's why she has to give speeches now to make money. I mean, uh, yeah, what I, kind of sex therapy she gives and what it's based on. Where did, Like I said, where did she go to school? I don't know. I really don't care. <laughs> it's just... Scary. Get rid of some of these. Yeah. Oh, I got to figure out where we got into Saratoga Springs, Lagutko. Uh, I had a lot about Saucer here. Yeah, we got Saucer. I'm not. That's one of those ones where I'm not sure where I want to put it. If we, <laughs> we could do it right now, because. Oh uh, uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, this is the woman I love to hate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, where is the original? Okay, so Linda Sarsour, cockroach, Sarsour. Uh, <laughs> she was invited by uh, a Winnipeg group. Uh, I got to find the right. I uh, got to find the right. This might have been it. Yeah, so. It was scheduled for April 26th at Seven Oaks, but I'm not seeing by who. Uh, sorry, not oh, sorry. Was, social was, planning. Yeah, that was the, the title of the event. It was. Oh, sorry, sorry, not it was the Canadian Muslim Women's Institute. They booked her. Okay, that's that's okay. Thank you. Well, this will say in the Muslim Watch or whatever it is. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, but anyway, she's she was invited up to Winnipeg, and and along with. They get this along with uh, her on the panel. There was Nora Loreto, and some people may know about her after she tweeted this about you know, you remember the Humboldt uh, Broncos hockey team bus and 13 people died? I think it was 13. Yeah. Uh, and a, a number of a number of other ones are permanently disabled and etc. because of a an inattentive truck driver who ran a very a new stop inattentive sign. truck driver yeah, they, they're changing laws for drivers in alberta now because of this yeah, alberta yeah that's saskatchewan but uh but he was an yeah. alberta driver from a calgary oh, company oh, okay. yeah, yeah and and to, to be to, to to this man's credit he pled guilty like he said i did this he didn't drag it on yeah i'm and why i'm i've got a you know, a huge amount of respect. He's still going to be serving a lot of time in prison for it, but and it was a tragic not over accident. ten years. But anyway, yeah. um, she she tweeted this. I'm trying to not get cynical about what is a totally devastating tragedy, but the maleness, the youthfulness, and the whiteness of the victims are, of course, playing a significant role. 
bullshit. Fuck you. It's a number. <laughs> it was a young group of kids. There were there was a girl killed too. Oh, but they I were, mean, they were male the moment for the most part. And it's and just, white. She's a she's a, a loathsome team. Have you piece of been shit. Been to these areas like the the Humboldt team. That's a Saskatchewan team, was it? Yeah. Have you been to Saskatchewan? I'm sorry, but there's mostly white people there, and that has yeah, nothing to do sure. with it. It's just that those football players are going to be more likely be white. I mean, Hockey just players. because of where they live. That's just the demographic right now. So shut the hell up. Yeah, that's just a. A despicable thing to say about a, a these were tragedy. kids they were fucking kids so so screw her uh, yeah it was some um, uh, oh, darn it but you know what uh, to a, a bunch of people writing in you know uh, one was Toronto Sun and uh, uh, what's his name here um Anthony Fury. Let Linda Sarsour speak in Winnipeg, however awful she may be, and I agree. She should be allowed to speak if she's going to uh, you know, give herself some more rope to hang herself with, so be it. Uh, yeah. You know, it's... And it's... We shouldn't be... like The mayor was calling... Mayor of Winnipeg was calling for her to be disinvited, but uh, that's that's not the right thing to do. It just gives her more attention too. So thanks. Yeah, no, I, I can't. I can't. Uh, yeah. If I get on the Linda Sarsour, I'm gonna. I mean, do, is, one one was uh, asking the question: uh, Is Linda Sarsour an anti-Semite? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, darn right she is. It's not just that she hates Israel. She's very anti-Israel. Uh, she's a she's a fake Palestinian. Uh, <laughs> call her Palestinian American. She's she's a fake Palestinian. Come on, um, and and she's uh, she's buddy buddy with Louis Farrakhan, who is really an anti semite. I mean, the guy wrote a book on his conspiracy theories about uh, the Jewish Jewish cabals. Uh, trying to you know give drugs to to black americans so they don't you know i i don't know what it was it, it, it was just ridiculous absolutely ridiculous and she she reveres louis farrakhan she did finally after a lot of pressure uh from within the women's march movement uh actually denounce farrakhan's views but do i believe she really does no i don't believe that for a second <laughs> um she's only for jews who are anti-israeli pretty clear i mean and she, and the things that she has tweeted are are really interesting like in this one uh bridget gabriel uh who is a very hard conservative uh in the u.s uh, is equal to ion hersey ali and i'm like uh no that's not Ayan hersey ali uh she's asking for uh, an ass whipping. I wish I could take their vaginas away. They don't deserve to be women. I mean, <laughs> Ian Ali suffered female genital mutilation. Like, that's a really nice thing to say. Uh, I love this tweet. I, I don't know if it's actually real or not, but 
it's it's hilarious. Uh, Linda Sarsour tweeted, I just lost all my text threads. I have an iPhone. Any idea why? And the Mossad replied, yes. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> the, the Mossad has a sense of humor. Uh, uh, here, t- 10 weeks of paid maternity leave in Saudi Arabia. Yes, paid. And you're worrying about women driving. Puts us to shame. I'm worried about women who can't go outside without being covered up, uh, except for an eye slit and not without a male escort. Jesus Christ, this woman is... Paid maternity leave. Big, hairy deal. Um, What else? There's a bunch of... The the internet is, is not forgetting and forgiving. (laughs) <laughs> Linda Sarsour, and, and rightfully so. She's a vile, anti-Semitic, pro-Palestine, pro-Hamas, uh, as if Hamas doesn't want to commit genocide. Wipe Israel off, yeah. You know, they're, like, they're, they are, they're continually they're not, attempting to wipe Israel off the map, Hamas. Yeah, and you wonder That's why they're not... That's their sole reason for you know, existing. You wonder why these... And... and the Israeli Defense Force, you know, they they uh, announced to Palestine, Palestine, they're going to hit a certain spot, so get people out of there. What does Hamas do? Sends people in because they know a body mm-hmm. count is going to matter. That's what's going to play. It's not yeah. uh, that the the thing that you don't hear is that they told these people to go into that a building that was blown up. So, yeah, really nice. So. I'm not a big fan of of Palestinian movement. Uh, what's this one? Oh yeah, okay. This might have been the Winnipeg event. Yeah, it is, and it's deciding it's not going to reload. Oh, that's a different one. It's, it's this thing's taking forever. And anyway. Yeah, Benai Brith wasn't very happy about her speaking there. Uh, I don't blame them, but I also don't think you should say, no, don't let her speak. Yeah, I think it's, I'm gonna, I don't want to talk about Linda Sarsour anymore. She's just a wild <laughs> human being. Yeah, I'm um, reading through this article and she's defending a murderer and everything else, so. Yeah, she's, she's just, she's just bad news. The, social, the kind of social activist that sets back social movements. But she gets lauded. I mean, she received an award from uh, Barack Obama. Uh, I don't know what for, but I don't think it was anything good. Um, this one has pissed me off a bit. Uh, the, you know, the FA in England you know, the uh, football league there. They are no longer going to give champagne or have champagne available for the winners of of the FA Cup. Because there might be Muslims. (laughs) So they can't just not drink it? Like, again, this is as bad as Christians, so... Yeah, it's... So, so what you're going to do is force 
everyone to abide by religious tenets that you don't adhere to. Stop it. I don't, if somebody's uh, going to ask me not to eat around them when it's Ramadan, I'm going to order an extra burger. Because I should never, ever be told I have to abide by somebody else's beliefs. That's crazy. <laughs> That's nuts. I make no apologies for it because if I'm hungry, I'm going to eat. Yeah, I'm and not going to torture mice. Have a thing, you know, Ramadan's not a thing for me. It's for you. Great. Knock yourself out. Don't Maybe ask I'm me offended to that they're not eating. <laughs> no. And, and you better eat actually, or I'll be offended. Actually, made a video about that. Right? People were eating around her, and I'm like, yeah, what's your problem? <laughs> you got a problem? It's too bad. Go you know, home. <laughs> that's, that's not reasonable accommodation. And, you know, reasonable accommodation is providing somebody a place. Could you imagine this? It, what would happen in, in a company lunchroom? Oh, we just hired somebody who's Muslim now. You guys can't eat that month. <laughs> Forget lunchroom's closed. Can't, ha can't offend. <laughs> can't offend him or her. Or whatever. <laughs> <sighs> No, I, I think you'd have a, a riot on your hands. That would be ridiculous. That's not accommodation. And you'd have a horrible afternoon every day with hungry people around you. Yeah, no kidding. Run for your life. <laughs> when, I, when I get hungry, I, I'm going to go through you to get food. Uh, yeah, I get hangry, so... Yeah. Anyway, um, what else we got? You've done the St. Olaf's. Well, this Owen, like... Oh, where'd it go? Oh, now? yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to do that one now? That guy. Uh, oh, my God. Talk about Clueless. Oh, where is it? Yeah, I got to... Oh, where is it on here? Yeah, here it is. Muslims and LGBTQ people should stand together, not fight each other. This guy really doesn't have a clue, does he? Um... You know, despite the whole uh, don't teach, you know, there were, there were people, Muslims that were uh, protesting a school in uh, Birmingham that how dare they teach children about the existence of gays and lesbians because and they can't who exist. who is this Owen? I don't know. Well, he's who is an idiot, Owen Jones obviously. anyways? Uh, why does he even have a voice here? I, I don't know, but they you don't know, the Guardian is one of those newspapers that's gone downhill. They've they've got some pretty nasty uber feminists that uh, hate men, literally hate men, uh, as well. But I mean, it's does he not get here? Okay, he was talking about uh, the well. Birmingham, here, the here's Birmingham. the background oh. of it. Oh, sure. Um, Go ahead. Uh, in 2019, picketers, mostly but not exclusively from a Muslim background, are demanding that schools cease their LGBTQ inclusive yes. education. Yeah. So that should give him an indication of how they're not going to work together with anyone. Yeah, 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 yeah no this. kidding. Uh, the, the, you, might, you might have a common enemy, but 
They hate your guts. <laughs> okay? <laughs> they they we're not talking about people who dream of having a gay or lesbian child. I mean, they're more likely to In kill fact, them. They want <laughs> They, yeah, they, they, they want to, their children not even to hear about them. They don't exist. Yeah. And, okay, so what he says is the dangerous conclusion. I love that, dangerous. It's the obvious conclusion. To draw from this saga <laughs> is that Muslims and LGBTQ people are on a collision course. Considering they, they're the ones picketing, <laughs> maybe? The Muslims are out there picketing. They, they, they collided and... There, you know, I, we're going to get to this again when we talk about Brunei. Um, maybe this guy should listen to what's going on in the world. You know, this is not the norm. You know, liking gays and lesbians in the Muslim world isn't the norm. Okay, they want to kill them. <laughs> um, so Owen Jones is the columnist. And he concludes by saying it would be tragic uh, that if we learned to stand up, it would be tragic if we learned that to stand apart is to fall together. Huh? Oh, well, they, they because they're fighting amongst themselves that they would fall. And I'm just like, you're just clueless, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you just... They're, they are standing apart. That's the whole point. So um, you can tell them that change. they should work. You might as well tell them not to be religious. Then they'll probably stone you for that. In this case, those particular ones. You know, it's not just Muslims in the group. There's probably some Christians too. So why don't you go tell the whole bunch not to be religious anymore and see try, how all well that goes over. Try reading the Quran. See how 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 that, oh yeah, it's really nice to, to gays and lesbians. Okay, Owen, you're an ideologue, clueless one at that. Yeah, he's clueless about. He doesn't get it. <laughs> he's one of these people that says, "Well, Muslims are awesome," and some some are, many are, especially the ones that come to, to come to Canada. But in Britain, there, there's a lot of nasty ones. And, you know, not, to, not this demonstration at the Birmingham School, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, there's worse than that. So, ah, I tell you. Sri Lanka, I may as well talk, to, talk about Sri Lanka. Um, as we know, oh, let's, let's talk about Brunei first, because Brunei kind of goes to the point about why, <laughs> why the LGBTQ community and the Muslim community are never going to be singing Kumbaya in the same room. Um, Brunei defends death by stoning for gay sex in a letter to the European European Union. Union. EU. EU. That's better. Uh, he says in the letter that uh, he cl the kingdom claimed it's a sultanate, but anyway. The kingdom claimed that the outcry is due to a misconception that it wanted to clarify. Now, here's the misconception. The criminalization of adultery and sodomy is to safeguard the sanctity of family lineage and marriage to individual Muslims, particularly women. The penal sentences of had, stoning to death and amputation, imposed for offenses of theft 
robbery, adultery, and sodomy have extremely high evidentiary th threshold, requiring no less than two or four, which is it, two or four, two or four men of high moral standing, good luck, and piety <laughs> as witnesses to the exclusion of every form of circumstantial evidence. Yeah, that's what's wrong with this. It's the, it's, we don't understand that it's a, you have to have massive amounts of evidence. No, that's, that's not the problem. <laughs> that's not at all the problem. It just doesn't get it. Some of these should not be a crime. And the, the, <laughs> the amputation thing for theft, that might be a little overboard, right? Just saying. Um, they might have to steal more if they don't have any more hands like, to I'm work. Gonna, I'm going to say work. something totally right. controversial here. Um, and it could get me in hot water. And I hope it does. Uh, Brunei was a British colony of up until 1984. Mm -hmm. Brunei could do with a little colonialism. I, there I said it. Colonialism isn't all bad. Well, not in these times so much because... Yeah. Exploiting Do countries yeah, is exactly, but people a say little bit frowned on by yeah. now. People say um, it's still going on. Give me a break. Thing is, they're regressing since 1984. So, yeah, and and you know, like places like Iran. Well, you know, the Shah of Iran was, you know, he had a secret police and he tortured a lot of people. The the general, but you know, who he was torturing were the people who came in. Basically, were the same people that came into power later on and turned Iran into what it is today. You cannot lay that at the feet of the Americans. Forget that. That that was the only thing that was keeping them at bay. And now look at it. Great. Well, there's a call to action. Uh, the parliament also called on the EU to consider asset freezes, visa bans, and blacklisting of nine hotels owned by Brunei Investment Agency, including... Dorchester in London, Beverly Hills Hotel at the ho and the Hotel Bel Air in Los Angeles. Celebrities including Elton John and George Clooney have called for the hotels to be boycotted. So Yeah, because because everybody's making their vacation plans to Brunei. Um, well, the, these hotels are actually in in Los Angeles. Oh, sorry, in Los Angeles. Well, I'm still not going there. <laughs> and London. So I'm, there's a backlash against this, so, but I don't yeah, know. That's probably do not going to amount to anything. Uh, uh, Saudi Arabia just recently uh, uh, executed a whole rack of people, 26 or something like that, beheading them with, by sword. There's another. But, but where's but the there's still for that? Trump's bud. No, Trump. That's okay. Yeah, We're not yeah. going to interfere. Come on, you don't interfere. They're still yeah. the buddies. Well, you know, there's a lot of cultural relativists out there that say, oh, it's their, it's okay in their culture. That's that's a shitty opinion. What if you were born to that culture? What would you say? Yeah. Just go there. Live there for a while. Yeah, be gay there. Yeah. See how you feel when Solicit. you get beheaded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's lovely. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am too. Yeah, it's wonderful at this mm. time of year. Yeah, it's the execution season. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, and while red. getting executed, it's a wonderful experience. Yeah, all red, everything. You'll love it. Go live the execution. And then there was the whole uh, 
of course the terrible events that happened in the in Sri Lanka 290 people killed over you know 500 injured and uh, but it you know it, the the uh, religion of peace in action uh, so they've arrested 24 people and various cat stop that uh, 24 people uh, the uh, their leader uh, Zaharan Hashim Zaharan Hashim yeah he's a radical Zahran. Muslim preacher accused of masterminding he, he died he was one of the, the suicide bombers and there's lots of red flags and and the security services did know about him but uh, yeah because he didn't do anything it about says it. here he didn't hide his yeah, well, hate. He, yeah, he didn't. And uh, he he was, you know, I talking about idolaters. He he said that uh, need to be slaughtered wherever you see them. He was okay. He was influential, very attractive, very smart in his species. I don't know if he was that attractive. That's not my type. Uh, even though he, what he was saying about jihad was crazy. <laughs> we all underestimated him. We never thought he would do what he said. I mean. Um, if somebody's really? <laughs> if somebody's saying something like this, maybe it's more commonplace in Sri Lanka. But if I'm somebody around here is saying this, I'm going to be calling CSIS. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, after getting ejected from serving as imam for one mosque uh, for his extremist views, Mr. Zaran started a group in 2014 called the National Thawith Jamath. Uh, which drew from the austere Wahhabi, surprise, surprise, Wahhabi tradition that claims to follow the faith as practice in the age of its founder, the Pro Prophet Muhammad, as if anybody knows how that was done. Um, by 2017, Mr. Zaharan uh, and his followers were targeting a Sufi sect in Kentucky, I was going to say Kentucky, Katankadi, uh, accusing its members of being infidels even though Sufis yeah this is this is interesting this is something that mo people don't understand and and this author doesn't understand uh, we're targeting a Sufi sect in Katankadi uh, accusing its members of being infidels even though Sufis are fellow Muslims who practice a mystical form of the faith Wahhabis don't consider Sufis to be Muslim we from yeah. our perspective yeah Muslims but Sufis are, you know, okay. Sunnis and Shia can't, don't think the either is, uh, uh, is Muslim. Uh, Wahhabis don't think Sunnis and Shia are Muslim. And nice. Sufis, nobody thinks are Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> so all, all of them don't, you know, have a, have a thing against Sufism. Um, so, so this is this misconception that uh, terrorism is against fellow Muslims. They're not fellow Muslims. They they don't they don't view them themselves as, as yeah. They don't view themselves yeah. or they don't view their their targets as being Muslim because they're heretics, right? Yeah. They're not Musliming, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, is there, yeah. His memory stokes fear. Yeah, this is another one. This is a a picture of uh, 
Zaharan, uh, Zaharan's, uh, what's his last name again? I don't, actually, I'm not going to name him. Here's a picture of them, of the suicide bombers, and he's the only one with a, a uh, who doesn't, isn't wearing a, I don't know what that's called, that the, the men are wearing. Yeah, kind of like a, no, dress, or? No, the, the headscarf, uh, the, Oh. I don't know what that's called. Mm. Zaran's name appears on a memo dated April 11th and signed by Sri Lanka's Deputy Inspector General of Police, which was circulated among a range of security agencies. So they were aware of him. And it <laughs> references the red flags raised about Zaran and specifically warns of attacks on churches. But despite the unusually specific intelligence, Zaran was not picked up. So that's, that's dropping the ball. Well, and, and this is weird, too. Mr. Zaran founded his own mosque with funding from India, according to members of the Kankudi Mosque Association. Even though Mr. Zaran's mosque never received official religious certification, so he wasn't really Musliming right either. Still, yeah. as an Islamic school dropout with unlicensed mosque... He was gaining followers in Sri Lanka and beyond. And last year, Indian security officials investigated what they said was an Islamic state cell in southern India. Reported that one of the suspects they had arrested said he was inspired by to join the group after watching Mr. Zaran's videos. So what video platform is he using, too? Hmm. Yeah. Social media has been a double-edged sword. I mean, it's used to recruit and spread hate, especially if it's hate. In, a, in a language that uh, Facebook, Twitter don't monitor that much. They certainly don't seem to monitor it. They, you know, they ban people for far tamer stuff than than some of these uh, uh, hashtags that are, you know, horrible. Which, are, which involve killing uh, uh, non-Muslims, etc. It's yeah, it's pretty hypocritical of some of these these social media uh, providers. Um, well, I got one more story here from this is uh, this is from the Star of Vancouver, in Vancouver, unbearable and excruciating. Women podcasters face discrimination for their opinions and and their voices. So, it, basically, this was one whole thing blaming the patriarchy for that for there being very few women podcasters. All right. Uh, like often people complain about what's called upspeak, and I'm doing it right now. You know, and I'm inflecting my voice at the end of every sentence. And oh. it is oh. freaking annoying. Oh. Right? oh, really? And and if okay, this is hmm. what this is what she says. Voices that deviate from the white male norm, <laughs> whatever that is, are often policed as not being authoritative, not comforting, as being annoying, irritating, hard to listen to. If you're doing up speak. You're damn right it's annoying. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if you're male or female. It doesn't. And that's what I said. I said it doesn't matter if I'm doing it. It's just as annoying as if a woman does it. 
uh, generally what they actually mean is this is a voice I don't want to listen to because I'm not hearing it as a neutral voice. Yeah, it's a very unconfident thing to do. It's if you would if you do that, make everything a question. You don't sound confident in what you do. How about this? Instead of uh, being a blushing violet about criticism, change your speak speech patterns. I've done. I've been working for years on my speech patterns because I tend to stutter. I tend to oh. look f and search for the correct word, the most accurate word. Just did it right there. That's what I do. And mm -hmm. it, I stop, and or I stutter, and it's probably very annoying. And but I've been working on it. I'm far better now than I was five years ago. <laughs> and I was terrible five years ago. Part of it is because I'm less anxious. I, I don't feel self-conscious when I'm doing this anymore. I just do it. I've done it so often that it's, uh, you know, it's water off a duck's back. Um, yeah. Uh, it's easier if there's some notes written beforehand, too. Just look at your notes for that word you wrote down previously. Well, the, the newest thing that I'm, I've got is, is this uh, what's called... Uh, it's a highlighter. Anyway, it's a highlight. I can highlight the web pages uh, for the the key text, and I can <laughs> find it really quickly. And that way, I'm not chasing down. Usually, I'm not chasing down uh, specific quotes. Um, as one woman says, she doesn't love listening to the sound of her own voice. Who does? And attributes it to a socially constructed and internalized hatred toward women. Jesus Christ. I don't think Chris or I have ever received complaints. I'm speaking no, from personal experience, though, but uh, are, what, what are they basing this on specifically? Well, it's obviously like, ideologically driven bullshit. Because she's saying that Jansen doesn't think that audiences disliking the sound of women's voices is a reason there aren't more women in hosting roles. Instead, she thinks it's related to institutions not encouraging or supporting women to take on technical roles. How is podcasting? I don't. A I don't buy that for role? one second. You know why? You can. What There's, you can do is somebody is not supporting you. Make your own damn podcast. <laughs> Show them what you can do. I've some of the funniest podcasters are women, actually. Garfunkel and what's the other one? Oh, um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Terrible with names. I'm sorry, but they're so awesome. Yeah, they. And she, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, Garfunkel and ah, uh, yeah, it's gonna drive me nuts now. Thanks, thanks a lot. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> they did and a really then... funny song about. Uh, anal sex well they that, do a lot hilarious. of those actually that's and really then, funny skeptic zone podcast they had women i always loved you had rebecca yeah. watson before she went crazy <laughs> um, yeah i hope she's changed her views on gmos by now <laughs> yeah I, I don't care try to point people towards science yeah even Bill Nye changed his mind, so take a take a hint. Yeah, I, and 
Okay, I, this woman is saying uh, about her own listening to her own voice. I have to get over it every time I hear myself on radio or TV or even these podcasts. There's a little bit of that. It's internalized misogyny. My voice is fine. Right, it's internalized oh my, misogyny. My God. Find a guy who likes listening to his own voice. Please tell me. Woke is a four-letter word. We we. Okay, she's talking about another reason why women don't don't podcast. Another bullshit reason, by the way. We get a lot of messaging early on that we're not good with tools, that we're not good with technology, and so we're well, less we? likely to think of ourselves as people who can just like pick up a voice recorder and give it a try. <laughs> we have our own technical issues. It's not. <laughs> oh my God. Of course you're going to get complaints if it's not technically good either. I mean, take it as constructive cons criticism. Make it better. I mean... I don't... don't hmm. it, it's, it's this soft bigotry of lowered expectations. This is what this is. Mm. Uh, since men are... Tip uh, this, is, this is great. Since men are typically paid higher salaries than women... She added, they are also more likely to have the resources to fund their own podcasts. Oh my God, how much money does it cost does it take? to <laughs> record a goddamn podcast? <laughs> I, I got Seriously. a microphone like them. That was the most expensive part of your, your gear. I mean, you already had a computer for mm -hmm. other reasons. And, mm -hmm. and maybe... Uh, I don't know. I, it's just seriously, you're really rich. It, it's it's entirely possible. Women don't like doing it, and and then and then she she talks about this. Uh, okay, the number of podcasts out that are a couple of dudes in their basement. At least she didn't say their mom's basement. Recording five-hour episodes about Star Trek. Really? Yeah. I've never seen one. I want to see this. They have uh, that spirit of like, I'm probably interesting and great people probably want to hear what I have to say. Okay. Why don't you? Yeah. You can tell yourself <laughs> Why do you the listen same to thing? these other voices? People that th that blame their their decisions on, oh, it's because I heard it so often. So what? Do you, do you listen to everything that people tell you to? Do you allow people to make your decisions for you? Oh, man. <laughs> Seriously. Like, like. The Secret Feminist Agenda Podcast. Hannah McGregor is the host of The Secret Feminist. That sounds kind of scary. <laughs> well, her, her, she's definitely, we've already established she's an ideologue that buys into this whole patriarchy thing. And she's um, a professor in the publishing department, uh, Simon Fraser. Yeah, she's, she's, she's got no career, obviously. Couldn't make it on her own, really. Publishing department. What's a publishing department? That's a good question. I have no I'm idea. I'm trying to picture this. Is as, it... as a professorship? I mean, there's a publishing department that puts out, you know, copies of lab uh, lab books and stuff but uh, as a professor I have no idea yeah 
And I, I gave an example she, of a woman who I don't I don't know if you can consider it a podcast. Um, <laughs> Anna Marie, Anna Marie Tremonti. Oh, and I like she, her. She hosts the the Current on CBC Radio, which is also produced as a podcast. Yeah, and she is fantastic. She they, her questions are amazing. She's always oh, she spot never lets on. anybody off the hook. Yeah, and she's mm-hmm. very her questions go right to the core of what we need to hear uh, in terms yeah. of answers. And she doesn't. She's and amazing. Anybody that tries to avoid, she doesn't like let it go. <laughs> she keeps at it. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah but, she's yeah, but, really yeah, good, and it's it, it's fun listening to her. She's you know she's been a correspondent overseas. She was a correspondent in Saudi Arabia for a while too, in the mm, Middle East anyway. Brave, brave. Uh, she's done a lot of uh, journalism work, and she's fantastic at it. Um, you know, so it, she's she's a joy to listen to. Yeah, so I don't find her annoying at all. I'm, in fact, no. I've hardly ever found a and she woman's doesn't upspeak. Annoying. <laughs> I I'm, I can't say I've ever found a woman's voice annoying just because it's a woman's voice. I can't think of one example. No, well, of now I'm really uncomfortable listening to some women, but uh, it's not because their voice. It's it's you know Trump's little. Uh, oh, liars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got two of them: the blonde one and the brunette. Token, token women. Yeah, his little token liars. I find they're Conway and. They're pretty God. important positions. Huckasans. Conway and Huckasans. Huckasans. Um, yeah. It's it, it it is, but we call her Huckasan. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Huck- <laughs> it's Stephen Colbert. Okay, I, I haven't watched him in ages. I should oh, get back. I he's like awesome. Yeah, I, like him. I don't find his voice annoying at all either, but I nope. do find Huckazette annoying. But I think it's mostly because of what she's saying than what her voice sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> For some weird reason. Well, I got one last story. It's this minor thing. Uh, not minor, but I'll just do this. It's time for... Quack track. All right, yeah, it's it's uh, quack tracks and U.S. measles. We talked about New York and its response to a measles outbreak there, where you know quarantine, quarantine. Yeah, keep telling telling people to keep their children, unvaccinated children, uh, away from public spaces. And U.S. measles cases hit, hit a 25-year high, and for everybody else's safety, uh, 25-year high as misinformation on vaccine spreads. And this is why um, p- children aren't getting vaccinated because of this misinformation that's going around that vaccine, vaccines cause autism, or which is a flat-out lie. Um, it, yeah, it, misinformation is probably a... It's too conservative a word. I would say that these people are just downright liars. Yeah, or, and they're, or, half of them are selling something. Well, they believe it. They believe it. So well, the not, ones buying their lying, stuff believe it. But they're spreading falsehoods. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know if... I can't say anything. I can't read minds, so I don't know if they're intentionally lying. But, you know, it's... 
Well, some they of them selling that stuff. stuff. Some of them selling the alternatives to vaccines, I'm sure, are lying. The ones buying the alternatives, yeah. of course, the believe the lies. Yeah. 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 Wakefield. Wakefield failed to disclose conflicts of interest, and uh, which was downright unethical. And he knew exactly yeah. what he was doing. And his his control group to. was like eleven kids. Yeah, and his sample sampling was unethical as well. Uh, yeah, how he went to a birthday party. Yeah, yeah, great, great sample. I'm sorry, that's not how you science. He didn't science. Yeah. So they've had. So this is the worst uh, in 25 years. And uh, we saw with that uh, flight attendant who she only, she she wasn't unvaccinated, but she had it was an Israeli flight attendant. Um, she came down with measles, ended up in a coma. I don't know if she's out of it. Uh, but as an adult, measles is really, really serious. Um, and uh, she had only had one hit of the uh, vaccine. And you really need to. Um, you're you're protected to a certain extent, but you're not fully protected unless you've had two hits of, of the vaccine separated by. What? So she so might not die, but yeah, she might I, be I injured. Well, she she's in a coma. She's not. She's not going to be. Uh, yeah, that's. I assume that's probably from. From encephalitis or or some something. Brain damage. So probably, quite possibly, I don't know, but uh, so all of this is happening because of the misinformation that is being put out there and parents are looking for information. They don't, I don't still understand why parents don't trust doctors. I mean, there's this anti-intellectual says, uh, yeah. And, the, and to be fair, there have been some incidents where Big Pharma has been a problem. Viox, yeah. I mean, that whole fi fiasco. Uh, and, and, uh, but they're far more trustworthy than the shithead selling you MLM oh, yeah. crap yeah. over the internet, telling you Absolutely. vaccines are bad. Absolutely. But people want to believe these marketers instead. I mean... Uh, yeah, they're I mean, selling you something. I mean... Big Pharma, yeah, they're they're making money off uh, of a, of a drug that they've developed and researched, but you, but you have to understand it costs a billion dollars. Oh, they 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 get no they get no money from vaccines. Vaccines are are a losing proposition, and if they could, the the companies making vaccines would not make them. Yeah, because you know what. You get more money out of treating someone for measles yeah. than by vaccinating them. Absolutely. Like honestly, if if they weren't calling for people to be vaccinated, it'd be extremely unethical because they're going to make a lot more money getting people into the hospital. Mind you, yeah, the hospitals sure would then be quite happy. overwhelmed. Yeah, Maybe so you have more hospitals. I don't know. It, it takes it from uh, concept to to pharmacy. It takes about a billion, probably more than a billion now. In research, uh, to to get a drug to market. It's Whereas those stinky oils you're buying, you know what? They don't have to be tested. Yeah. There's no research at all. I mean, you can say vaccines are not research, but that's bullshit. What is true is these stinky oils that actually make me extremely sick. Um, 
they're not researched. There's no evidence for them, but you're believing someone who said it worked for me. Yeah. So there, we need to counter this with uh, not, not it can't be just information because there needs to be something more. Apparently, it's dead what. kids. Dead kids. Yeah. Your I child know. dies. Um, I mean, like the Stefan still try to blame everybody but themselves but there are the there is the odd parent that takes gets a clue um one lady her child her children all got very sick and she got them vaccinated after mm -hmm. so sometimes having your child deathly ill clues you in yeah, it's too I mean, bad that's what it takes they have these ridiculous measles parties to intentionally get your child sick yeah. I mean, you can get a vaccine, and they don't have to get sick, and they're protect just mm -hmm. as protected. And they won't get SSPE. Look it up. S S P E. Yeah, or any of the other complications that that. Encephalitis. Uh, Encephalitis. You know things that actually hurt kids. Loss. SSP um, will murder your child in a slow, horrible death. Yeah, and it's it, there's no no treatment for it. So. All you can do so is good job infecting your kids with something that will kill them solely if they are the lucky one that gets it. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, that's all I got for tonight. <laughs> Nobody's calling in, so I have no idea if we have anybody who's. Oh, oh I gotta sit up because I'm sliding a bit. There we go. No, uh -oh. um, you didn't say anything controversial enough. We're not getting phone calls. Apparently not. <laughs> yeah, apparently not. Uh, it's not like we weren't trying. Hey, come on! I, I said colonial ah, colonialism can be good, or at least better <laughs> but, than what's there now. Mm, Brunei killing people for being gay. Jeez. Having gay sex, you can be gay apparently, but having gay sex will get you killed. Yeah, lovely, lovely place to visit. Yeah. Yeah, so I think we'll close it down and go to bed. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. So this is me signing off from hell. This is the ninth <laughs> circle of hell. Mm, it's nice there. Yeah, it's got it's lots warm. of cats. Yeah. <laughs> All the, cat, the cats have disappeared, actually. All right. Uh -oh, anyway, I'm going to close her up. Uh, you know, they just come and go as they please. Mm. Of course, there's cats in hell. Because <laughs> they're they're interesting. All right, so I'll say good night. And they everybody. like it a lot. Good night. No. You've been listening to the Legion of Reason Diversion coming to you from Alberta, Canada. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing to our bi-weekly podcast on iTunes and other podcatchers. Even better, subscribe to our YouTube live sessions where you can join in on the discussion. Thanks for giving us a listen. Music and other sound effects under license from audioblocks.com.